Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm one of your hosts today, Aaron Snyder. And I'm Angie Fryermuth. In this episode, we're going to talk about the National Hurricane Program. With us today are Marco Charla and Tom Bledsoe to discuss this important program. Thank you both for joining us here today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. So before we get into it and start talking about what the National Hurricane Program is, could you both tell us about yourself and your role with USACE? Marco, let's start with you. Sure. So I am a co-National Hurricane Program Manager alongside Tom Letso, who will introduce himself in a second here. I'm also a member of the Public Involvement Specialist Cadre in the Corps, which is uh, involved in collaboration expertise and facilitation support for projects throughout the Corps. Prior to my role with the National Hurricane Program, I was a project manager, mainly managing flood studies, smaller flood studies uh, in the Baltimore district uh, area of responsibility. All right. Um, my name is Tom Letso. Uh, as you know, along with Marco Charlem, a National Hurricane Program manager, um, I work out of the Baltimore district for the Corps of Engineers. I've been going on 15 years of service with the Corps and I guess the first seven years or so, I was with our engineering division as a coastal engineer, and then I moved to our planning division and now work as a National Hurricane Program Manager. And I've been a National Hurricane Program Manager since uh, 2017. Well, thank you both for being here today. Tom, can you tell us a little bit about the National Hurricane Program? Sure. So the National Hurricane Program is composed primarily of three uh, large agencies, FEMA, the Corps of Engineers, and NOAA's National Hurricane Center, well, NOAA, and precisely through their National Hurricane Center. We provide technical assistance to different states, localities, tribal and territorial areas, to any of our other federal partners who uh, request our assistance. So we focus on evacuation and response. For the Corps especially, we really look at the pre-hurricane season planning and operation decision-making support. And when a hurricane actually occurs, then we move into um, you know, crisis management and crisis planning for those states and localities and territories in the United States that are threatened by those hurricanes. Our three big goals are to provide resources and technology uh, technical assistance to support hurricane uh, evacuation and response planning, deliver comprehensive hurricane preparedness training and emergency to our emergency managers and partners, and, and lastly, really to uh, provide operational tools such as our HERAVAC tool, which is hurricane evacuation. That's what HERAVAC stands for, and that is something that we, with our consultant, uh, our primary duty is the operation and maintenance of that program, which our emergency managers utilize to support their hurricane evacuation response and decision-making during and before hurricanes. I also wanted to mention that the Army Corps of Engineers National Hurricane Program is managed out of the Planning Center of Expertise for Coastal Storm Risk Management out of North Atlantic Division. The program office is out of Baltimore Division. That's, that's where we sit but I just wanted to also uh, call that out. You know, in listening to your response here, talking about evacuation response, um, the operational tools, I assume that this program is, is different than like, say the core response for blue roofs and like debris cleanup and emergency power. How 
how are they linked or connected? Um, just to clarify that for our audience. So yeah, the so obviously during a whether it's a fire or a hurricane or even an earthquake, the core obviously has a, a operational side that goes in usually after the fact and, and helps clean up. I know the Baltimore district, one of our specialties is debris cleanup. Marco and I have a colleague who went to Puerto Rico to do blue roofs uh, after a hurricane. That is a different side of uh, what the Corps does versus what the National Hurricane Program is. The, the National Hurricane Program really emphasizes the portion way before a hurricane ever threatens uh, land. It's like all the planning that goes into it. We conduct hurricane evacuation studies for each state that is a coastal state. And you go through this process, you see what all your hazards are, what, what in that state is vulnerable to a hurricane. We look at people's behaviors, how they, how they would potentially respond to an evacuation declaration. Uh, we look at where people could shelter. In addition to the, the final product is, you know, how long does it take X amount of people in a given state that are going to be uh, threatened with storm surge to evacuate those areas? So we get a what we call a clearance time, and that's one of the big takeaways from these hurricane evacuation studies. And, and that clearance time, along with all those other things like the hazards and, and what the vulnerabilities are, are placed into HURAVAC. So that's the planning side. And then as we get into the hurricane season, that software that we work with, the hurricane evacuation software, we can have our partners and, and our emergency managers in the different states utilize that program to track the hurricane, figure out who's at risk and what areas uh, would potentially need to be evacuated based on the National Hurricane Center's forecasts, which are also part of uh, HURAVAC, we can determine, you know, when they need to call an evacuation based on that hurricane's trajectory and uh, track, along with how long our hurricane evacuation studies said it takes them to evacuate that given area. So that's how HURAVAC is used during the, the event. That's really how the core operates with our planning phase versus the operational side. We also have um, post-hurricane analysis that we would like to do. This is something that we have in the recent past have struggled with doing based on funding, but it's something we continue to try to do. And basically it allows us to go into areas that are affected by hurricanes, see how our hurricane evacuation study was utilized and how it could be improved in the future. And obviously how those forecasts of the hurricanes landfall and potential inundation areas compared to, you know, facts on the ground. The part that you were talking about is the last part, you know, the recovery portion is something the core is definitely involved with, but it is not as of now um, linked directly to the National Hurricane Program. We pretty much stop with those, if, we, if we're able to do them, those um, analyses of how the hurricane actual uh, on the ground facts compared to our hurricane evacuation studies and, and the forecast that we uh, utilized in HURAVAC. Yes, it does. So thank you for that. Earlier, you talked about partnerships with other federal agencies and how it's a joint program. So can you talk about these partnerships? And specifically, do you feel like the, the partnerships have been strengthened due to the establishment of this program? Absolutely. You know, strong partnerships are really at the foundation of the National Hurricane Program. Because of that, we're able to produce 
the best information to the stakeholders so that they can make the most informed decisions during and before storm. So the National Hurricane Center, as Tom mentioned, provides the products that people see on the weather stations. Then we combine those products with the hurricane evacuation studies that are primarily led by the Army Corps and FEMA, um, of course, with help from the National Hurricane Center. And when we combine those products together, they really provide a lot of great information for these emergency managers to make the most informed decisions. So a strong partnership between these three agencies is critical in order for our program to function properly. Collaboration is, you know, again, at the heart of this uh, partnership. Ultimately, we don't just build these partnerships within the three agencies. We also uh, extend out to other agencies. We work very closely with the Weather Prediction Center. Uh, we work very closely with USGS as well and NGOs like the American Red Cross. All these partnerships are critical because once we get to the states, the locals, the tribes, the, the territories, um, they need to know and they need to feel confident that the information that they're getting is the best information possible. The only way to do that is to have a clear understanding of which information should be used and who's providing it. So that's really, I think, one of the strengths of this program and which makes it very unique is that we have very strong partnerships amongst these three very large agencies to meet this common goal. Yeah, I think it's it's really impressive being able to, to synchronize and coordinate with obviously three large agencies and then also being able to prepare for these types of significant disasters and emergencies that arise. So it seems like our involvement in this program has probably provided a tremendous amount of value, but kind of curious, what resources do we bring to bear specifically for this group? And how do we specifically assist um, these other agencies to create the whole of government response? So I guess I'll, I'll take that. So basically, uh, with the, the hurricane program, I guess one of our one of our primary tasks along as a core employee, we do a lot of training. So we are actually Marco and I just did training last week at a, a national hurricane conference where we worked with our fellow agencies, FEMA, National Hurricane Center, uh, certain NOAA, along with all the different states emergency managers. I would say our first way in which we really help other federal state uh, and state agencies is understanding how to utilize HuraVac, our program for the best, you know, the biggest bang for the buck, understand what it can do for them um, as far as pulling information from the forecast center, looking at where their states potentially have vulnerabilities. You know, it's our, it is our hope that like our transportation analysis, which is part of the hurricane evacuation studies is utilized to not just understand what their clearance time is, but potentially as those states uh, develop and more people move towards the coast, how they could create better uh, road networks, uh, whether it's increasing the side of a given highway or potentially planning new roads um, and where those kind of we can see in the hurricane transportation analysis where there are bottlenecks and potentially, you know, improve those intersections on off ramps. The program can actually be used all the way down to, you know, infrastructure, um, how we how we develop infrastructure for the, the country um, and, and those given states. 
again, the big, the big component that the core brings is uh, we do a lot of the contracting work and we are really in charge of the operations and maintenance of that program HuraVac, which is kind of like a keystone piece of the National Hurricane Program. In addition to that, we operate and we, we conduct all of the hurricane evacuation studies throughout the country for the National Hurricane Program. So we have district study leaders in each one of our core districts that are on the coastal, that are in, in the coastal states from, you know, Maine to Texas, Hawaii, and there's uh, obviously the districts also um, work with the different U.S. territories, such as Puerto Rico. We work with those states to conduct the hurricane evacuation studies, which is, again, the second large component that the Corps uh, performs as part of the program. Again, it's to understand the state's hazards, vulnerabilities, where their shelters are, how people could potentially behave during the hurricane, and obviously the big piece, the transportation analysis. So I would say, the core's component of the National Hurricane Program and how we um, really help move along the program as a whole are conducting hurricane evacuation studies and also updating and uh, refining the HuraVac program with our consultant and making sure that that program can work from the planning stage throughout the evolution of a hurricane uh, during points where that hurricane could impact people's lives. You know, I think you covered most of the stuff we do. Also, just want to emphasize, and tying back to your previous question about partnering partnerships and the importance of those partnerships, you know, I, I think ultimately what it comes down to is that there's a ton of great information out there, and I think the agencies provide a ton of great in, uh, data that can be used by these stakeholders. But, you know, like a lot of things nowadays, there's information overload, right? So I think at the core of what we do is, yes, we develop these products, but then, you know, Tom mentioned training. Understanding from the stakeholders, like, how are you going to use these products and how can we assist you in essentially combing through all this data and figuring out how it can best be used to inform your decisions. So we do the training, but we also, uh, coordinate big annual meeting every year with the states and ensure that they're updated on the latest and greatest information that we have to provide. And then we receive feedback from them on where they want the, the direction of the program to kind of start heading and what they need from us. They ultimately go and talk to the locals and they will talk with the locals and, and not only disseminate that information, but also acquire more feedback so that they can put it up to us. The locals also go to us directly, you know, during these HERVAC trainings. So, again, it's just really making sure that you have all this information, but here is kind of maybe the best way that you can use it or, you know, a recommended way that you may be able to integrate it within your own planning. Because, again, ultimately, we need to build those strong relationships. They need to, to trust that we have that information for them. But then we also need to help them kind of sift through all the data and figure out, you know, which uh, information is most critical to them so that they can act upon it. So thank you for that. With any program, there are tons of challenges and opportunities, and I know that this is not any unique program, so I'm sure that there's some challenges and opportunities that you have encountered. 
um, as you've worked through the National Hurricane Program. So, Marco, can you talk about those? Absolutely. So, like any program, especially national programs, funding is always something that program managers have to deal with. Actually, the National Hurricane Program has a fairly small budget. The FEMA budget is around 2.3, 2.4 million a year. We bring some, some internal funds to, to the process as well, and so does the National Hurricane Center. But overall, this program really brings a lot of bang for the buck because in the grand scheme of things, for being a national program that deals with you know, natural disasters, it's a very, very small program. And so we have to be very judicious with how we leverage those funds. It's a challenge just to be able to do all the work that we do within the, those limitations, but we do it well. And, you know, in terms of finding new opportunities, uh, that's something that Tom and I are, are constantly looking for, uh, whether it be a funding opportunity or just really ways to just improve our products. So again, they could be the most useful. And I'll give you an example of that. Right now, there's a massive push you know, at the federal and state and local level to integrate those EJ communities, the environmental justice communities, underserved populations. And so we are also moving to better integrate uh, those disadvantaged communities within our hurricane evacuation studies. We work directly with the uh, Engineering Research and Development Center within the Army Corps of Engineers, and they're currently looking into how we can identify those vulnerabilities from hurricane threats for those communities, but also what sort of impact those communities might have on an evacuation, whether it be response to an evacuation, so the behavioral side of it, I should say response to the evacuation orders, but also how does it impact the traffic patterns or what modes of transportation uh, are those individuals using and, and what does that look like in the transportation model and the clearance times. So that's a, certainly an area of opportunity that we're exploring. Other areas of opportunities that we're exploring is how to better visualize the data. Uh, historically, we've had these very large reports as many Army Corps reports end up being. You know, we don't want these reports to end up being doorstoppers, right? We want them to be used. But more importantly, we want the most important data to be pulled out of those reports so that the emergency managers can use it for their own needs. You know, maybe they have an access database that they're populating with the information that we provide. Maybe they're using it in their operational timelines. And so by extracting that information from the stakeholders in all our uh, trainings and coordination meetings and so forth, you know, we're able to better hone in on how, do we, how does this information uh, be better communicated and, and displayed so that they're not digging through 300-page technical report for that critical information. We're looking at ArcGIS online databases. We're looking to see if we can integrate that information better in HuraVac. That's the way things are moving, and we're trying to, uh, we're trying to also be modern as a program. Uh, and again, with a small budget, it's not so easy, but again, we've, I think we've done a very good job of that uh, over the last 20-plus years. Thanks, Marco, and, and thanks for, for talking with us about this exciting program. I'm kind of curious, you know, if core employees want to get involved in the program, is there someone they should reach out to or how can they support? Thanks so much for asking uh, that question. We're always looking for extra helping hands. Right now, we have 19 district study managers throughout the core that support the program. So just a big shout out to them because they are 
making this thing run smoothly. If you do want to be involved in the program and you are in the core, feel free to reach out to Marco Charla or Thomas Letso. Uh, you can just look us up in the global. For others who are listening to this podcast that are interested uh, to learn more about the hurricane program, you can visit FEMA.gov slash emergency managers dash managers slash risk dash management slash hurricanes. That's a mouthful. I'm hoping you guys can put it in the, uh, in the podcast notes. And of course, if you're an emergency manager, hurvac.com, H-U-R-R-E-V-A-C.com. Uh, it also has a lot of our informational materials on there. You can find a fact book, you can find trainings, videos, YouTube videos, webinar recordings on how to better leverage HERVAC for your internal uses. So those are the, the, really the, big, the, the primary communication channels. Feel free to reach out. We're, like I said, we're always looking for help in hands. Thanks, Marco. And we'll be sure to get those in the podcast notes for our listeners. And thank you, Marco and Tom, for joining us today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. To our listeners, we want to hear from you, what topics are important to you and people you're interested in hearing from. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.